Good morning, I'm Pastor Joe. Glad to have you with us. What a song to end 2021 with. What a way to, to just stop and say praise to the Father, praise to the Son. You know, all the glory belongs to Him. And what a great day uh, it is going to be for us today. Christmas was yesterday. We're so excited about that. Some of you are probably still in your jammies having your hot chocolate. And hey, welcome to the vineyard online. Um, we're doing this so that we can all enjoy just a little extra time off with our families, with our friends, and give our volunteers a break. But there's still a word here that I want to share with you, and it's very important because this is also the service where I want to give you the word for 2022. Who had ever thought that we were going to say 2022 and be walking instead of flying jet cars or something around, you know, like the Jetsons. But anyway, but anyway, let's get into this thing because I want to talk to you about this. Um, we're going into 2022. Um, I I truly hope that uh, 2021 has been a good year for you. I do. I know for a fact from getting to interact and love on you and pray with some of you that it was a rough year for some of you, and I get that as well. But listen to me. I believe in this word that I have for you today. I believe as I was writing this message, the Holy Spirit said, this is the word. And I said, no, this is a better word over here. And the Lord said, no, this is a better word. And so I want to share that word with you. And it's going to pop up in this message a couple of times. Uh, and I'll point to it. But I want you to cling to it. And I want it to be a part of your 2022 if the Lord is going to let us go past this year. So let me just share with you. You know, as a kid growing up, I was always a John Wayne fan. Um, some of you don't know who that is. And that's okay. You can look it up. Um, it's old school westerns. Um, the guy could not act, let's just be honest, okay? But he was a big man. Um, and there was one uh, cowboy show that he, that he did that I remember he kept turning around and calling this man by a different name every single time, but that wasn't the thing. He kept saying, boots and saddle, Mr. Johnson. Boots and saddle, Mr. Johannan. Boots and saddle, Mr. Jones. And he always said, boots and saddle when he wanted the men to go somewhere. And I got to thinking about that and it's like, Boots and saddle. What's boots and saddle? Boots and saddle is a trumpet call. It's an actual piece of music, if you would call it music, but it's a trumpet call that you sound out. That means everybody run and get on your horse, get your boots on, get on your horse. We're heading out right now. Okay. It meant action's taking place. And so that's a rally cry. And we're at the end of 2021, looking down the barrel of 2022. And I believe the Lord is giving us a battle cry, a rally cry. And this is the rally cry. We stand on the precipice of a new year. So we've got to let go of 2021. And I know I say this every year, but you've got to intentionally let go of the year before us to embrace the year ahead of us. So here's a rally cry. We stand on the precipice of the new year. So let go of 2021 and choose to take hold of 2022 for the Lord your God is near. Near is the word. Near is what we're looking for today. Near is what we're looking for in your living room. Near is what we're looking for all through 2022. As we press into the things that we used to do, we went to the crossroads, we asked where the ancient ways were, and we went and we followed in them, and we're getting back to the vision of who we are as the vineyard, then we're recognizing the Lord says, and I'm going to be near you. And so I want you to be looking for where is the Lord near you all of this year, but let's share stories about how God came alongside of us. 
I know it took place in 2021 because some of you have sent me letters, have sent me emails talking about the way in which God has moved in your life since you've come to and found the vineyard. And we're so excited about that. I mean, you're talking about relationships reborn with God when you had given up on on your faith and, and you've been captivated by God's love. And that's what we're after. And that's what we want to do as a church. But let me share a scripture with you. It's in the book of Luke. It's in chapter four. uh, And it's about Jesus. And he's kind of heading out. And that's what we're doing. We're heading into 2022. But he's heading out. Look at what he says here. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit. And news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. Everybody gave him an accolade, patted him on the back, and said, wow, how can this guy do this? He went to Nazareth, where he was brought up, and on the Sabbath, uh, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom, and he stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it's written, and this is what's written there. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everybody in the synagogue were fastened on him and he began saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Everybody spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Jesus said to them, surely... You will quote this proverb to me, physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly, I tell you, he continued, that no prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut up for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land because of the drought, okay? Yet Elijah was not sent to any of those people in Israel, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy at the time of Elijah the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard Jesus talking like this. They got up. Look at this. I want you to pay attention to this. This is what's going on in Jesus' life. All he's doing is preaching the gospel, but people don't want to hear the truth. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up and drove him out of town, took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff, but he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. So Jesus launches his ministry. He's leaving his mom and dad now. He's letting go of this world and he is totally embracing the mission of God. He goes into the synagogue from his hometown. He sits down in front of them, as is the custom when you go in a synagogue, they're gonna read through the scrolls. He happens to be the one that's willing to take the scrolls. He opens them up and he reads at the place where it says that he has come to set the captive free. You and me, he's come to give sight to the blind. You and me, he's come to make the dumb talk, the deaf hear the lame walk. All of this is you and me. And listen to me, he's not talking about metaphors for not being able to see mentally, emotionally, theologically. He's talking about crippling. He's talking about physical incapacities. And we've got to get back to that as well. But then the town didn't want to hear the truth. 
You know, people like to say that Jesus was a pretty soft guy and that Christianity is supposed to be this all grace thing. But do you see that they drove him? That means took whips, took sticks, took people and pushed him and shoved him and drove him to the top of the hill where they were going to physically take our Lord and Savior and throw him off and kill him dead. But that's not the way he was supposed to die. And he had another three and a half years to go. And so he walked out. I believe in all of these miracles we've been talking about here in the, in the month of December, I believe with all of my heart that that was a miracle, that he walked through them and it parted like the Red Sea. I believe it that he may have been invisible to them and he walked out right through them. They had shoved him to the top of that hill, but they couldn't throw him off because he turned around and walked out through the crowd. He let them take him to the brow of the hill and then walked out between them. Well, We've got this, this picture of these people that were furious. These people were murderous. Murderous intent was upon their heart for our Lord and Savior. This is what it means for Jesus to love people. He loved them so much that he wouldn't lie to them and he stood up for what was right and he pushed back hard and then they wanted to throw him off the cliff and kill him dead. Wow. And yet these are the people that Jesus died for. These are the people that he chose to love. These are the people that he miraculously wanted to touch. But Jesus left. He knew it was time to go. He left mom and dad. He entered into his ministry, just like he left heaven to come down here. There's this leaving that takes place. But Jesus knew that God was near. He knew that if he wanted to be near God, he had to be in the ministry of God. He had to be walking with God. He had to be going and doing what his father, what he saw his father doing if he wanted to be near to him. And I want to tell you that we're entering 2022. I know for some of you it's been a little bit tough because you let me hold your hand. But look at me. If we're going to go into 2022, you literally have to leave 2021. Well, Pastor Joe, duh, that's kind of stupid. No, no, no. Some of you will hang on to 2021 and you'll hang on to every hurt you got. You'll hang on to everything that was done wrong to you by your estimation. You'll, you'll hang on to all your successes, that last pass that you threw before you graduated high school that won the game. You'll hang on to that like it's the only thing you're ever going to accomplish. That's behind you. Let it go. You know, Corey Ten Boom was a godly Christian woman that had to go through the Holocaust. And there was a time when she came and she, and she told uh, a, a crowd that she was speaking to, she said, accolades and affirmations are like roses. When you look at all these wonderful things you did, smell them, enjoy them, and then throw them aside and let them go, walk away. Because all they do is turn black and stink. That's what flowers do. What you want is in front of you, not behind you. Jesus said, when you're persecuted in one place, flee, leave the family farm, leave wherever you are and go. Go to a place where he's gonna take you, move on because we've got to grab a hold of the idea that this world's not our home. I know we say it, but we don't, we don't believe it. We buy 50 acres or we inherit 50 acres. Your grandparents got it from somebody else. They bought it from somebody that left the land. They moved here, they left someplace in order to buy the land, okay? So it's just this idea that when the time comes, we've got to be a people that are willing to move. We've got to be willing to go. We've got to be willing to step up if we want to be near God. God wants to do something very new in your life this year, but you have to let go of 2021. I know some good things happened. I do know some bad things happened. 
we don't have to forget them. But we can't let them be an anchor for us back there. Don't let the hurts that came before this day be your identity. They're things that happened. Now it's time to move. This is the time. Deal with them. Confront the person, let it go, and then deal with them. You know, in Isaiah 43, I came to Kentucky because of this scripture right here. Forget the former things. Forget them. Isaiah said, let him go. God is speaking through Isaiah the prophet. Forget the former things and don't dwell on the past. Your best days are not behind you. Don't look that way, God said. They're in front of you. They're in 2022 because God said he's going to be near you and I. Okay? Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Right now, it springs up in front of you. Can't you perceive it? Can't you see it? Can't you? We don't always do that because we're so focused on our job. We're so focused on a dirty diaper. We're so focused on a screaming child. We're so focused on a relationship that's got so much tension or toxicity in it, whatever it is. We're so focused on something we found that's even glorious. It's so great. I can't focus on anything but this. Let it go. Stop. Look around because God's doing something. God is doing something. On this day, the scrolls are open. He came to heal the sick, to, to bind up the brokenhearted. That's where we need to be. But we've got to leave 2021 and let it go and see this new thing that God is doing. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The, the barren dead parts of your life are going to be watered and are going to start bearing fruit. But let God do it. And remember, the enemy's going to try to do that too. I had a man tell me in 2021 that he prayed to God for a godly woman and this godly woman came into his life the next day. And so they move it in together and they're sleeping together and they're sinning together. And God didn't do that. He didn't take time to perceive what God is doing. Remember, the devil's going to try to hijack you. Get near God. Draw near to the Lord. He'll draw near from you. Flee the devil. Flee the devil and do that. So we got to leave 2021. Here's the other thing. Okay, Joe, we got to leave. No, no, no. We got to leave well. What? No, I'm just going to leave. No, you got to leave well. Stop texting people to break up with them. Stop texting people to quit. If you're going to quit your job, go sit down and talk to your boss and tell him why. If you're going to leave a relationship of a couple years, you go sit down and work it out. If you're getting ready to leave a marriage, I want you to rethink it because there are only a couple of reasons that God will give you that are actual reasons and not excuses. Adultery is one of them and abandonment is another one. If those aren't the reasons, if it's drugs, if it's alcohol, it's spending problems, you don't get to leave. You work it out for better, for worse, for richer, poor, sickness and health till death do us part. I'm just telling you, rethink that if you call yourself a Christian. Rethink it, okay? Because you've got to leave well. The scripture tells us to owe no man anything except the outstanding debt of love. And so many people will leave a church, so many people will leave a job, and, and they'll walk out and they'll leave things in a, in, a, in a broken mess. And that's not the way God wants us to do. Romans 13, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Forgive. In forgiving, you're not forgetting, but you're laying it down and you're going to stop telling the story over and over. Let me tell you how bad it was. Let me tell you I'm a victim. Let me tell you this. In, for, in forgiving, uh, it means letting go of all of these things, 
not pretending they didn't happen. So we forgive. That's how we leave well. We forgive. Then we choose to give. Remember, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, our God is a God who gives. For God so loved the world, he gave. I'm not talking about your money. I'm talking about mercy. I'm talking about giving grace. I'm talking about giving compassion when you don't have time. I'm talking about giving extra effort when the boss hired you for 40 hours, then work 41. Give the extra. Be a people who choose to give. Give your heart to God. Give your life to the kingdom and give your will to his holiness. You want me to say that again? Give your heart to God. Give your life to the kingdom and give your will to becoming more like God. Stop sinning. And then if we're going to leave well, forgive, choose to give, and then thank God for 2021 and close that door. Seriously, if you've had some hard things in, in 2021, bow down and thank God that he is about to do something with it. Put it back in his hands and say, Lord, this hurt. I don't understand it. I didn't like it. Why did you let this happen? What can you do with it? But do it by looking forward, not back. Lord, make it like it used to be. Forget the former things, Isaiah said. Your life is now in front of you, following God not grabbing his hand and pulling him back into your yesterday. He's trying to make something out of the mess that's been made of some of our circumstances. He's trying to make something out of the joy that's been made out of our circumstances. You've had great successes. You've got a new job. You've got a huge raise. That's great. What does God want you to do with it? Think about it for a second. Leave. Leave well. And this is the last thing I want to share with you and we're going to wrap this up. Leave strong. Leave strong. Leave strong. Leave confident. For the Lord your God is near. You know, when, when my dog is out in the yard and somebody comes up, if he's far away from me and it scares him, he runs like the dickens. But if my dog is next to me out in the yard, if Frank is next to me out in the yard and something comes up that it scares him, he, he steps toward it and barks at it. Because I'm standing behind him. I'm backing him up. He's confident. My dad's here and I'm going to bark at you. And that's where God wants us to be. The Lord is near. <clears throat> so enter 2022 confidently. Enter it with, with, with just power, with strength, that I'm walking with the King of Kings. And therefore, if he says I need to do this, then I'm going to do it. And, and this world can't push back on us. We're going to win. Exodus 14 says, Moses answered the people, don't be afraid. And I'm telling you, don't be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need to be still. But see, they had to be near God. They were following the fire. They were following the cloud. And God was there. The angel of the Lord was there. They were near God. He didn't have them scatter all out through the desert. They stayed together. He led them. And as long as they were near God, they could be confident. We're going into 2022 near to God, visiting the old vision so we can go strong. And I want to encourage you in that. So that's our word going into 2022, near. The Lord is near. Are we near? what is near, what's going on near us. All of these things need to be in our heart and our mind as we do this. I want to encourage you that 2022 can be big if you let go of 2021. Let's have a word of prayer. 
Father, as we come before you, we want to thank you for this word. We want to thank you for the chance to be relaxed with our families, talking about spiritual things, embracing the fact that you're already moving in our midst and that, that we're, we're already your children. We're, we're, we're standing in the power and the strength of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What a miracle that you raised him from the dead and, and thousands of people saw him, God. We thank you for this. Just ask and pray, Lord, that you continue to lead us forward. Reveal to us in each of our hearts and each of our homes what it is that we need to leave in 2021 so that we can embrace what you're doing near us, excuse me, in 2022. We thank you for this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hey, as we've come to the end of this message, I just want to encourage you in a couple of things. There's an opportunity for ministry right now. There is somebody at vineyardrichmond.com, down in the lower corner, you're watching it online, I don't, like I need to tell you, down in the lower right-hand corner, there's a button that says request prayer. There is somebody there that would like to pray with you. Whatever it is, you don't have to tell them, or you can just say, hey, my name's Bill, pray for me, but let your name really be Bill, okay? But you can just say, my name is Bill, pray for me. Or you can say, this is what I'm going through, please pray for me. And then when we come back together at the beginning of the year, come back together, choose to be in person, choose to say, hey, and again, be careful with your health. I, I know I'm talking generally to everybody, but um, choose to come back together and let's do this thing. We are already in conversations with some other 501c3s about joining us in our location. We are already seeing this Richmond, Richmond Mercy thing begin to unfold. Um, we've already been talking to a, a young lady from our church about opening up a food bank and, and people are already sowing food into it. Listen for opportunities. A meeting will be coming up that you may want to be a part of. Um, listen for that as, as it comes. It's the end of the year. Usually at the end of the year, I get a lot of questions. Hey, can I do some end of the year giving? Can I do this? Yes, between now and December 31st, if there's some giving you wanna do, we're going into 2022 looking, looking to open up a food bank. We're gonna to need to get some shelves. Um, there's projects that we're gonna to have to, to visit the intersection, find the ancient way and walk in it. We're gonna start with a food bank and hopefully see some other 501c3s come into the mall. But um, there's a place there that that giving will be critically important to help us launch 2022. And I would love for you to do that. Um, just feel free to send it uh, to P.O. Box 824, Richmond, Kentucky, um, 40476. And um, we'll get that, date it, um, and then that can be there. But I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being a great church, a great giving church. I want to thank the staff of this church for, for having my back and having this church's back. I want to thank you for uh, being a people that um, have always seen to it, whether it's the bed outreach that we did or the Thanksgiving outreach. You always saw to it that people in this county, in the central Kentucky, got cared and loved on on behalf of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And so I want to thank you for that, Vineyard. And I want to thank you for letting me be your, be your pastor. Hey, Happy New Year to every one of you. Spend some time with your family and be blessed.